episode 144 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom as always is my pal De Quincy. Hey guys, good to be back. Uh, miss doing this. Sorry we're gone so long. Yeah, uh, a lot a lot <laughs> happened in the last week. Yeah, it's two weeks. Two weeks. It's been two weeks, yeah. Yeah, a lot of circumstances that were not in our control. Yeah, a lot of cold cold nights yeah yeah so let's talk about that two weeks ago texas was hit was hit with this just crazy out of nowhere freeze that basically deadened the whole state it was colder in some place some parts of texas than it was in alaska um yeah so tell so tell the people how was your your hell week oh man i mean Obviously, it was. Um, I try not to call it a hell week because I try to keep it in perspective. But you know, Sunday night went to bed. Um, was very warm. <laughs> you know, the heater was blaring and it was very warm and it was very comfortable. And around just before eight a.m. Monday morning uh, is when I lost power for the first time. And so, you know, I was Keyword, first time, first time. So, you know, I was, I wasn't, I didn't wake up cold. I woke up comfortable because mm-hmm. you know, it was so late in the day compared to other people. You know, I know people who lost their power overnight. Um, you know, so, you know, I woke up pretty comfortable. Uh, obviously the heat, you know, dissipated as the day went on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, you know, you know what it was. You know what happened. Hmm. It was crazy because I would risk it and I would step outside for a little bit, or I would I drove around a few times to go look for things, look for you know, whatever, run errands, and every time I would leave, the power would go back on. I would get told the power's on, and as soon as I get home, the power went out like a goddamn jinx. Yeah. Very much so. I know your daddy wanted to put a sign of no no other Anthony's allowed. So it was, you know, it was very frustrating in that regard. But, um, uh, you know, power went out, power went on, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, I didn't go multiple days without power straight. You know, there were definitely breaks in between. Um, really, for me, the worst thing was the water issue. Yeah. You know, by the middle of the week, the water pressure was low, gone, and, you know, no, no hot water, you know, no running hot water. So, um, and, you know, for me, like, we're guys, you know, Mm -hmm. we're men, we're guys. Um, I have, in my life, I will admit, I've gone a couple of days, a few days um, without, voluntarily, 
without showering. Uh, excuse me, how many? Uh, a few. Maybe I didn't realize most. I was doing this podcast with a white man. <laughs> There's about three or four. Wow. I don't think any more than four. Out here with the stanky leg and everything. I can't, I can't remember any more than three or four. But, but see, it's like, you know, I voluntarily or just lazily, you know, went without a shower. So it's different, though, when you are not allowed to take a shower because I felt disgusting all week. Um, it was, that was really the one true hell was not being able to, was not being allowed, given the oper- the, the, the chance to take a shower. Yeah. Um, way different than just being a lazy bum and not, or being a lazy person and not uh, taking one. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to tell my story. So first of all, let's say we're, we're in the trust tree, everybody. So everyone knows I'm a city employee. I work for the city of Houston. And on Saturday afternoon, I get a, a text from a boss saying everything's, you know, normal. We come in at Monday at 6 a.m. Everything's going to be fine. It's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Sunday, I get that text coming in saying, hey, we're not coming in Monday or Tuesday. It's just not going to be possible. So I'm like, all right, I'm just just chill at home. And so Monday, Tuesday come, everything over here, we're fine. Power's on. Water is is okay. Until Tuesday afternoon. That's when the power went out over here. And and I'm it was only off for us. It was only off Tuesday to Wednesday, so it wasn't that bad. My mother and grandma lost power Monday night until Thursday morning. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And you know, I called my my mom like, "Are you okay? Do you need anything?" She's like, "Oh, oh we're fine. The I, it's the roads are ice over. You couldn't get over here anywhere. Anyway, all the hotels are full. We're not going away. We we got sixteen thousand blankets. We're just gonna blanket up with the dogs and be fine." Mm-hmm. And they were just fine. I was, I was like, "Oh, okay, you don't need anything. Cool, cool. That's less work for us over here." <laughs> so that that Tuesday, I get a text message from my supervisor saying, "Okay, we're coming in on Wednesday, but we're coming in at we're coming late, late start, ten o'clock." And so, like I said, that's when the power went out. So I had to charge up. Uh, what was it Tuesday night? We went out looking for something to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, every fast food restaurant was open, had at least 20 cars <laughs> oh, yeah. in the drive-thru. It was ridiculous. And so that wouldn't happen. So we just came home. What? My girlfriend said right next to me, what did we have to eat that Tuesday? You remember? Sandwiches. Yeah, we just had sandwiches for eat that Tuesday. <laughs> and so, you know, also as we're riding around the car, we were in there for like an hour. We're also charging up my phone, our phones and everything. And we got, you know, the little battery packs mm-hmm. that you use to charge your phone as well. So we were saving those in case something, you know, we were out of power for a long time. So g- going back to work on Wednesday, I get there a little bit before 10. I walk into the building. The building Real quick. Yeah. How, how did you handle the ice? How, how was driving the ice for you? Um, I stayed on the surface streets all the mm-hmm. way from, like, I live on the south part of Houston, over here by um, NRG, Reliant. Hmm? We're moving. They don't need them. It's fine. 
by the time they find out, we'll be logged on. She's all right. Don't tell people where it is. Like, <laughs> like 20 people are going to listen to this. They're all right. And like two of them are Anthony's parents. So we're going to do But anyway, yeah. So my job is on the north side of town. So usually I just go 288, 6, wow. 69 and get there. But the other day I t- had to just go surface streets, main. I went all, drove all the way through downtown and such. And honestly, it was there it really wasn't a problem because i wasn't going that fast and there also mm-hmm. there weren't that many cars on the road good good so you know usually when i'm driving there in the morning or freeway it takes me about 19 20 minutes going through the surface streets it took about 30 minutes okay that's, just gave that's me more good. it just gave more time to do a podcast but anyway <laughs> i get to the building walk into the building there's no power in the building wow they have forgot to send the maintenance crew to every building or every um, fleet management building to make sure they work on Tuesday so we can do our work on Wednesday. So while we were waiting for maintenance to come and nobody was staying inside that building, we just sat in our cars and like waited for two hours for maintenance to come, get the backup generator working and just walked in there and did and was there doing absolutely nothing like it was too cold for the drivers to make it out to come work the uh, pickup the garbage lifts the garbage trucks Um, and I didn't understand why we were even trying to do anything anyway I mean the roads were still icy where you're going to send these 20 these 15 to 20 ton trucks out on the roads it just seemed like a lawsuit waiting to happen so uh, we didn't do anything Wednesday. They sent us home, got back home. The power was on, thank God. And then we had as normal as could be work days on Thursday and Friday. That's, I mean, that's good. Yeah. You know, it, it, well, that was my thing. I, I couldn't, I was, like I said, the power went out just before 8 a.m. on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was literally waking up at like 7.30. Well, I woke up I was going to log in kind of late because I kind of overslept, but, uh, you know, I, I would have logged in at eight to, to work and I, I couldn't because the power had just gone out. And so I didn't work all week until basically late Thursday because the power, you know, it was off most of the, mostly during the day. And then, um, and the, you know, the brief breaks I would get would be at like five o'clock, you know? So it's like, there's really nothing to do, you know, it just didn't make any sense to, and it, especially if I didn't know when the power was going to go back out, it's like, it just doesn't make any sense to keep doing this yeah. or to, to try and log in and stuff. So it was, it was crazy. I got super uh, behind on stuff, but like, yeah, I mean, I basically didn't work until late Thursday and I was scheduled to go to jury duty on Wednesday. And this is how bad it was. The county's the county they say oh the county never closes the county closed like they mm-hmm. the courts were closed there was there's no way there's no way it was happening so yeah it's like we can work through a pandemic but this freeze ain't happening no not here in texas yeah yeah same with i didn't do any kind of real work until thursday because that's when it was finally safe enough to send some ve- some vehicles out for a trash pickup mm-hmm. And so that explains two weeks ago. Last week, we couldn't do a podcast because my internet had went out. 
And when I say went oh. out, I mean went out. The internet, cable, everything. It was it was out. Dang. You don't realize how boring the world is. Like how much you miss when you don't have it. Right. Like we can still watch movies. I can play video games, but it's like I can't hear wrestling, can't watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't watch anything on Hulu, can't stream anything for um for our son back there. It was just ye olden days. Yeah, when you're not given the, you're not allowed to do something, it, it it's awful. Mm-hmm. And so, what what day did they come out? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, Comcast, Xfinity, whatever they're calling themselves nowadays, came out. They looked at uh, our router. They figured out what the problem was. Which and what, then was they, it? A, you just had to turn it back on and off. Uh, no, the problem is the router itself. We're, we're in the trust tree, right? Everybody, we're in the trust tree. So the router that we have, they think is decommissioned. Oh, wow. Yeah, because when we first got Comcast, we had our own router. And then they upgraded us for free. Well, they upgraded us, and we were supposed to pay, like, the, the rental fee, but they never charged us, so we never paid mm-hmm. it. And then one day they came, and they, you know, they sent us a package with this updated router. And we sent everything back. And so for some reason, they think this updated route they gave us, they think they decommissioned it. And so the Comcast guy was like, yeah, they think it's decommissioned, but as long as it's working, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> right on, there we brother, go. right on. But eventually, because they think it's broke, eventually it's, or they don't think it's in service anymore, eventually the same thing is going to happen where it loses connection. I'm, I'm just going to have to buy a new router because God knows I'm not paying to rent a router from them. It's like mm-hmm. 15 bucks a month. Jeez. And it's like, I could just buy my own for somewhere between 80 to to $100 and just have that for the glorious day when I finally leave these bastards. Right. So soon? Soon. Yeah. Yeah, day is coming. Their day of reckoning is coming. <laughs> All right, man. All right, so let's see what was going on in our lives the past two weeks. Uh, good to catch up. Good to be back. Uh, good to be clean. Good to be, yes. Well, some of us are more clean than others. You dirty, dirty boy. Hey, man, I thought we were in the trust tree. <laughs> you know what? We are in the trust tree. But I'm still judging. Still dogging it. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. You're good, man. All right. Okay. Um. Okay, get back to the intro that I always forget. You can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Be- uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. And if you would, give us a five-star review. If you don't give us five stars, you're just a hating motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> shut your mouth. Business time over. Let's get to what we actually got here to do. WandaVision. We're both yeah, there's up. a lot to watch. Yeah, because we are the last episodes we talked about was episode we talked about episodes four and five, I believe. So it was three episodes that we need to catch up on. And um I wanted to get I wanted to hear your opinion on right here on the air. So go ahead, tell me how you felt. Uh I, they were good. It's finally picking up. Uh I guess they're gonna do the the TV show thing to the to the end, uh, which is fine. 
you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously at the end of episode seven, there's a, the big, the big reveal that um, I guess wasn't too surprising. I mean, we we kind of had our sights set on the sword, the sword uh, director. Oh we, yeah, hey. we were kind of more locked in on him rather than who was revealed mm-hmm. at the end of episode seven. Uh, okay, mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, we knew the entire time, or at least I, we predicted that Ag- that Agnes was Agna- Agatha Harkness, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I feel like that wasn't a big surprise. It was us and every other podcast that's watching this show right. was predicted. So. It wasn't that's right. Um, but yeah, let's start with uh, Hayward. Yeah, he's evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and a, a lying two-faced bastard. So he lied about Wanda taking Vision's body. Uh, and he rebuilt the Vision to be a weapon, just like he said he wanted to. Which we saw at the end of episode eight. Yeah. Um, I knew something was up when in episode eight when Wanda went to visit visit not visit but she went to Sword to try to get Vision's body back and he was laying there on the table in pieces and they had that grinder grinding away his faceplate and it was coming off. I was like, mm-hmm. that's by that's vibranium. That shouldn't be happening. Right. So I think he was just trying to set her up. He wanted her to use her powers to power up vision wherever he was hiding the body. Because he said earlier, they tried it. He said in, that, um, that the, in mid-credit scene, they tried every other power source and nothing worked. The only thing that could work was power directly from Wanda. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we keep, we're kind of jumping all over. But uh, so episode six, uh, this is Malcolm in the Middle. That was, I'm, I'm letting you leave because I'm not sure you're going episode by episode. You just want to hit the big beats. Um, yeah, we can kind of touch on each one real quick. You know, Knock in the Middle was episode six. Uh, there was more um, more Quicksilver Pietro involved. Um, and it basically led to Vision leaving the, the, the reality. The, the what? The Hex. The hex, yes, that, that's there we go. Leaving the hex, going back into the real world, um, but also falling apart at the same time because you know he's dead in the real world. So it makes sense that he wouldn't be able to survive if he were to leave the hex. Mm-hmm. Um, which then led to Wanda being alerted of what was going on, and she widened the hex, I guess. And took over most of the sword agents and uh, Cat Dennings as well. Yes, and turned into a circus, which I think that's what she thinks about the sword agents. The entire mm-hmm. organization is full of clowns. Which, yeah. As we've seen through this series, they pretty much are. Mm-hmm. Um, episode seven was, what was that, Modern Family? Modern Family. That, that opening was definitely The Office. Yes, that's true. Um, and let's see, um, 
what happened? Uh, oh, so Agatha or Agnes convinced Wanda to, uh, you know, take the kids off her hands for a day because she was burning out and, you know, things are getting out of control. Which. What do you think was happening with her powers? Hmm. I think it's just getting too much. Yeah, she just overexerted herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, because we saw in episode six, like the farther away people got from Wanda, the less control that she had over their everyday lives. They were like either doing the same repetitive motions over and over again, or they were just do just standing still. Mm-hmm. And her expanding the hex, I believe, just it just took everything out of her. So. She, She's still in control, but she doesn't have the control that she had before in episodes one through six. And it's interesting because the um, the fact that Vision is a recreation now, basically, because he's dead in, in, the, in reality, the fact that he's still not totally controlled by her, mm-hmm. you know, Maybe because he, it, you know, even in, even in this this new in this hex, he's still a, an android that can't, you know, really be totally controlled. Like I think that's putting a strain on her too, because he's starting, you know, he's figuring out what's going on. He's and, asking questions he should not be asking, as far right. as is concerned. Exactly. Yeah. So when the person that you, the whole reason why you did all this was for that one person or that one connection because he's not a person i'm sorry that one connection he's a person uh, to her damn it <laughs> and you see like the difference between episode six and seven when it comes to the relationship In episode six she's willing to do anything expand the hex to to find vision but in episode seven even at the beginning she's like oh well wherever he is he'll make it home eventually mm-hmm. or wherever it's like her, her con- she the only thing she's concerned about when it comes to episode seven is her children right but i think that's kind of a you know it um it humanizes the story at least because oftentimes i think that i mean that happens that happens in real life even Mm -hmm. your priorities change and, and uh even if like the relationship isn't what it was uh you know, there's still some connection to them. And so then your priority shifts over to the, the, the most important thing that they have together, which would be those, those kids, those voodoo fake children. Yeah. Uh, what else happened in episode seven? Um, Agnes kid kidnaps the children before that, before that Monica gets her powers. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. So she was able to get back in, you know, get back into the hex. So um, earlier, they uh, Monica had mentioned that she had an engineer friend that was going to help her get back in the hex. And the only person that we met was that uh, female soldier. And there are a lot of there are a lot of rumors going around, like, oh, maybe it's. Uh, Reed Richards, or mm-hmm. I was thinking um, Blue Marvel. What's his name? Ugh, I can't remember his actual civilian name. 
I'm Googling it. Adam Brashear. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe it's one of these. But I saw, when I saw that woman, I was thinking, you know what? The, that reminds me, that could be, you remember, you remember Captain Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. When she befriended the little Cree girl? Yeah. What if that's her in human form? Could be. I mean, if, if it's something that they've already established in another, you know, in like in uh, Captain Marvel, I think that's. Uh, well, they ex- they also establish the Cree, the, uh, not the Cree, uh, the, the scroll. I'm sorry, the scroll girl. Sorry. They establish the scroll in um, Spider Man Far From Home. Mm hmm. That's right. I never thought it was um, Reed Richards. It's still too soon to be worried about the Fantastic Four and the X Men, to be honest. <laughs> like, I've seen so many people like complain about episode eight. This would be the perfect time for them to bring in the mutants and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, are you watching the show? They're talking about trauma and chaos magic. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're not going to. Uh... And this show is like, we, I said off air it leads into the next um dr strange movie right if you're gonna if why you're would gonna... you why would you open the door for mutants when you already have a path that you're taking with magic leading into the dr strange and the multiverse of madness and not only that but why would you introduce major characters like fantastic four characters that people have been clamoring for you know on the show instead of in a movie you know I just people just want everything too soon. It's why <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, yeah, what? I mean, uh, Marvel Comics isn't going anywhere. <laughs> um, with Disney, you know, mm-hmm. they're they paid a lot of money for these characters, and they're gonna they'll, they're gonna roll them out for sure. Yeah. It's like crack. Why would you, we give you the big hit right now? We're going to give you little by little. <laughs> yeah, so back, Monica gets her powers when she um, just forces her way through the hex. Um, I'm really interested to see what happened between her and Carol whenever Captain Marvel 2 comes in. Yeah, because she they didn't want it. She didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm like, is did something go wrong? Where those are a relationship that broke? Like, I am very curious that they've been playing. Like, uh, I'm very curious about the seeds they've been planting right there. Mm-hmm. So let's go on to episode number eight. We get all the exposition, all the backstory, everything that we needed right here. Right. Oh, I was expecting you to keep on going. No, I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we get the backstory of Agatha. She's basically like a witch succubus. Mm-hmm. Like she steals all the life forces from her convent of witches. She even steals from her mother and kills her. And then she forces Wanda to relive every. They say key moments, but every traumatic moment of her life. Basically, what it is, yeah. So we go back to her living with her family and uh, where the hell was that? Uh, I almost said Slovakia. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, it shows Sokovia. Sokovia, yeah. 
it shows um we see where she gets her love of um of classic the, the classic television which is what i guess she watched them as kids and her sure. father was he sold videotapes man that's he's a door-to-door salesman or, or a market or something <laughs> but so they're sitting at they're sitting together as a family watching what was it dick van dyke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the entire time i'm watching i'm like okay when's the explosion coming when's the explosion come i'm just waiting for it and then you know it the explosion happens takes out her parents her and pietro end up underneath the desk underneath the bed with a starker bomb right there and we we were told that the reason that the bomb didn't go off was just dumb luck now we see no Wanda had witch powers as a child. She used a probability hex that affected the missile and made it into a dud. Mm-hmm. Which, like, when you think about it, seeing the, everything we saw from what was it, Iron Man 2, that makes sense. Tony Stark's weapons work. It's hammer tech that doesn't work. Right. So moving on to that, we see the next scene we see is her going to... Uh, what's it called? Um, damn it. Hydra. Jeez, I couldn't remember the acronym. Hydra, where they do experiments with, where they talk about experiments with the Mind Stone. And we see, like, when she interacts with the Mind Stone, she sees another Wanda, one that's dressed up in the entire Scarlet Witch uniform. Mm-hmm. So the what the mind stone like just amplified her powers to a ridiculous level continue anything yeah i'm just waiting for you to throw in something i'm I'm beginning to wonder if you saw the episode good sir yeah i did i watched it all right all right but you you tell it you describe it better so moving on to that we get the same yeah, we get a scene from with her and Vision after Age of Ultron, where she's just she's basically miserable. She just lost her brother. She's back at the Avengers compound, and Vision is trying to help her deal with her grief. And the line, what's the line of the night? What is grief but not love persevering? I got. Vision has bars. From the time he was brought online, he has had bars on bars on bars, good sir. Very much, very much and, so. And we get on Tony Stark a lot for being, you know, this just mass weapon producer. But sir, you are worth billions upon billions of dollars, and you couldn't get Wanda any kind of goddamn therapy after her, her brother died. Like, what the hell? We wouldn't be in this situation if Tony had just got her a counselor, mm-hmm. got her some professional help, a therapist, psychologist, something. Mental health wasn't, you know, wasn't highlighted as much as it is now, even back then. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry your, your dad just, your brother just died. So uh, Cap is on the run. We got to go take care of this. You in? <laughs> oh, Hydra's out in Laos. We need your help. Let's go. Kid. Can I take no PTO? Let's go. (laughs) 
So after after that, we get to see we see what happens to Wanda when she has no family and there's no vision to bring her back from the darkness that she that she's been living in. She comes back after the blip, which still to me that's still I wish there was a better name for it. it just sounds weird for me, but continue. Okay. She comes back. She goes to sword to get Vision's body back. Of course, Hayward lies and tells her that her body, his body is in pieces and he refused to let her bear because once again, he was trying to get her to use her powers. But she flies down there and she examines his body and she says something that's very poignant and ties in with um, Infinity War where she says, oh, I can't feel you which is the direct opposite of what he said at the end of Infinity War, Infinity War when he had it when she was killing him where he said all I can feel is you mm-hmm. so it's nice just nice symmetry right there she leaves she gets in the car and she heads to a plot in New Jersey in Westview New Jersey and she's carrying this letter with her and when she gets to the plot, she opens it up and you can see inside the letter, it was diagrams for the house that Vision had bought for them to grow old together. Mm-hmm. And at that part, she just drops down to her knees. She's just engulfed in grief and survivor's guilt. And she just lets out her powers and takes over the town. Yeah, that's Westfield is Westview, Westview. is a. Uh... Is born yeah. again. Yes, and using that powers, she creates another vision. Which, you going back to episode six, explains how come he could not live survive outside of the hex because he was made inside it. Right. I remember at the time I was like, well, she if she took him in pieces, that means he that he can't survive outside the hex because then he'll break down to pieces. That was the theory. At, ep- at the end of episode six, we see at the ep- end of episode eight, that is not the case. He j- only exists inside the hex. Mm-hmm. Now, my thing is, did, did Agatha, was she on to, to uh, Wanda the whole time? Or did she just happen to be living in Westview when this happened? Like, my guess like, right now is that Agatha can sense power, mm-hmm. like like magical power. And right. so when she sensed like this huge radiating power and it's what Wanda does is recreate reality. And it's something so strong that Agatha senses it like, whoa, I got to see what's going on over here. Okay. What, the, what the hell is going on over here that's causing this much power to come out of New Jersey? Mm-hmm. And then she goes in and she's investigating. She's like, okay, well, since I can't get this as, as Agnes, I can't figure out what happened as Agnes. I'm just going to drop the the disguise and we're going to get down to the bottom of it, see where the right. hell she got this power from. And then at the end, Agatha just says that Wanda possesses like chaos magic and dubs her the Scarlet Witch. It was like, it's like, um, 
you remember that gag from Family Guy where it's like, I like when they say the name of the movie title in the movie. It's like, oh, oh, she said it. She said it. <laughs> that was me. Because uh, I didn't know this till afterwards. You know that um, they couldn't call Wanda and Pedro uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch because of the uh, the deal they had with Fox. Makes sense. I never really noticed, but. And that's why um, in the Fox movie, he was called Quicksilver or he could be used Quicksilver or mm-hmm. Peter, but he couldn't be Pietro. Because Marvel had the rights to Pietro. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> One day we're going to get on here and talk about how the Marvel movie rights worked out because the entire thing is just nuts. Yeah. Like they still can't use a Hulk in a standalone movie. That's legal Tragic. issues. Crazy. But back to we are here. Um, yeah, man. So this is the end. We're waiting for episode nine on Friday. How are you feeling? Uh, feel good. You know, hopefully, like, hmm. hopefully it'll, you know, hopefully it'll like because you keep saying that it it's might tie into or lead into Doctor Strange too. Oh, there's no if it is. Like That's it would be confirmed. It would be, She's it would be cool to see. Yeah, it would be cool to see kind of, you know, it'll be cool to see that beginning tie-in, you know, or to see how it really starts to lead into it. You know, with a little, maybe a little teaser from the movie itself, you know, something like that. Do you think they got one more cameo in them? Um, gosh. If they do, it would be, it would have to be Benedict, right? You would think, but I have a I have a little theory about that white vision that we saw at the end. Yeah. So what is vision? What is he made out of? Computer parts and uh, <laughs> <laughs> his uh, mind, his processing, whatever, however you want to put it. His CPU. What is it? Because it's three things. It's Jarvis. Yes. What are the other two things? It's Jarvis. Uh-huh. The Mind Stone. Okay. And, right. and Ultron. Oh. That's what it, that's what the three things were. That's why right. in um uh Age of Ultron, they were afraid to open up because they didn't know if Ultron's would be in control of that body. So mm-hmm. Jarvis is gone, the mind stone is gone. So what does that leave in that white uh vision body? Uh we could possibly get a uh, a cameo from Mr. James Spader. If we get a scene where that white vision grabs Hayward by the throat and snaps his neck and you hear James Spader say, there are no strings on me. It'll be worth it. Yeah. I'll spike a football like I'm the Gronk, okay? (laughs) Well, it's just... I've seen, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little tangent. I've seen people complaining about like the show not going the way they predicted. And like, I'm, can y'all not enjoy anything? I don't want this to be like Star Wars where like people got so pissed off at episodes uh, eight and nine because they didn't do exactly what they thought they were going to do with Ray. 
it's like we make prediction prediction on this show, but we don't take them serious. We don't take them that seriously. If we call out something and it happens, it's like, yeah, the act of the thing. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. But if they do something and it's completely opposite of what we thought was going to happen, we're not going to go on. We're not going online and be like, oh, Marvel, Kevin Feige doesn't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. It's like this, these, what we do right here, this prediction game, it's just for fun. Like, I wish people would just have fun with this instead of trying to be right. Yeah, I mean, just let it play out. Yeah. Just. Yeah, just watch this. Like, you can have your predictions, but if it if it doesn't happen like you want to happen, say, like I said earlier, people complaining about, oh, the mutants haven't been introduced, introduced, I'm mad, blah, blah. It's like, dude, calm down. To get there. Enjoy. Look, look at all this sweet ass backstory we got. Look at this show as a whole. It got people to care about two Avengers that were basically like in the background in the movies. Mm-hmm. So let's just sit and enjoy. Kevin Feige and the writers know more than us. <laughs> They're smarter than us. They made 23 movies and like a jillion dollars. They know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I'd much rather listen to them than mm-hmm. another keyboard warrior. A fellow keyboard warrior. Yeah. I just don't want to see this go, like the fandom go the way of Star Wars, where it was just like people were so toxic and and just I don't understand why people who have been gate kept out of other things want to gatekeep this like shouldn't you know what it feels to be pushed out or not let into something that you love why would you do this here <laughs> like you should be inv- inviting people in and, ex- and like having fun with this mm-hmm. like don't be a dick that's all I've asked that's it simple as that and like when I see like when women get online and say they like video games or anime and then guys automatically start testing them. It's like, what is wrong with you? You could be having kick-ass conversations and meeting the right woman and and <laughs> and, and I'm just gonna say that, and getting your dick wet, and here you are with some gatekeeping shit. What the fuck, man? Don't she my girlfriend's looking at me, don't look at me that way. I don't want to gatekeep. I want everyone to enjoy this because I enjoy it. I'm not gatekeeping. If you don't know, ask, and I will. I will help you. I'm not be like, oh, you don't know what happened in the Avengers two forty three. Ah, you're not a real fan. It's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, man. Right. You know what happened in issue uh, one seventy two of Can You Get Some Holes? Do you know what happened there? No, you don't, because you ain't got no holes. Because you a bitch. Have fun. No gatekeeping. Which means no gatekeeping in comics, TV, movies, whatever. But the more the merrier. The more people that enjoy your stuff, that means it's making money, which means that it's going to stay on the air longer. And it just gives you more chances for the to for them to you know surprise you and maybe and maybe uh go the direction you're looking for mm-hmm. 
because surprises are great. Usually. If, if everything went exactly as the comics went, it'd be so boring. Yeah, because then you would be able to, to uh, pinpoint it every way. Mm-hmm. Every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And who wants that? <sighs> Anything else, man? That's all I've got. I'm Friday so, can't get here soon enough. You, I can't wait for episode nine. And then we got a week off. And then uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, hype. Uh, what else happened? We got the title for the new uh, Spider-Man movie. The No Homers Club, right? Sure, why not? No. <laughs> There's some Simpsons page, uh, yeah. uh, Facebook page I follow. They, they put that one up. Spider-Man, No Homers Club. Guys. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out Christmas Day, theaters only. I'm hoping that enough Americans are vaccinated so we can actually go to the theaters. All right. And, you know, I'll I'll feel comfortable by then. I should feel comfortable enough by then to go. Yeah, you got your two shots, right? I did. Yeah, okay. Got the good stuff. Meanwhile, the rest of us have to get this 70% Johnson & Johnson crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get this late ass C plus ass vaccine. <laughs> oh, no. Don't settle, man. Stick for the best. Yeah, wait for the best if you have to. I, I want all the shots. <laughs> I want all of them. I want to have one hundred and fifty-seven percent efficacy. Yeah, I want all of it. Hey, we're wearing two masks, three masks. Why not? I want, I want Corona to see me and, and move to the side. That's what I want. Keep walking. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So we're wrapping up here. We'll do episode nine of WandaVision next week. Um, but before we go, you have a set coming up this weekend. Yes. I, I have a, a gig to plug. Mm-hmm. I'm spending records on Saturday night. 7 p.m. to 10 at the Red Dwarf in Midtown Houston, mm-hmm. 1011 McGowan Street. Should be fun. It's going to be fun. Like bringing out, bringing out those sweet vinyl tunes once again. You said 1011 McGowan? Yes. All right. All right. Plenty of parking. Uh, you just keep getting Socially these gigs, distant. man. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's taking me out of my comfort zone. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. And all right, so I'm not sure we're going to be able to get a podcast in on Friday. I know you're going to be uh getting prepared. Mm-hmm. So if if we can, we'll squeeze in. If not, then we'll have the Wanda Vision one next week. And because uh, I'm. You know, I'm getting ready to talk about baseball. Spring training just started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm more than ready to get on, into that. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, me too. No more wait till July. Let's get it started. Mm-hmm. It's on as soon as possible. Um, anything else you want to talk about, man? That's it. All right. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week talking about WandaVision. And until then, 
He's Anthony. I'm DeQuincy. Later, baby. Thank you.